And it was, it was just fun. Amen. And uh, hey, if you're here today and you don't have a Bible, maybe you don't own one or you don't know where yours is at, just hold your hand up. Our ushers will bring one to you. It's our gift to you. We want to make sure everybody has a copy of the Word of God. And uh, what we're going to do is every time we see it, we're going to encourage you to get that Word in you. Okay? Get that Word in you. You, you need the Word of God. Look at somebody close say, get in the book. You know, you, you, need to, you need to take God's Word, and, and I know sometimes we, you know, we, we create disciplines. Uh, you know, I'm going to read through the Bible this year, reading a chapter of Proverbs every day. I just think it ought to be part of your daily routine, but if you're anything like me, sometimes you just get to rolling, and it's like, it's, you know, do it as quick as you can, 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 because i got to get on to the next thing, and, and I, and I, I want to encourage you to, to pause for a minute, take a minute, find a verse, and begin to weave it into the very fabric of your being. I mean, it, sometimes we'll spend weeks on the same verse and uh, uh, just building the foundation to do life from. And because God's word, man, I'm telling you, David, David said, uh, that word is a lamp into my feet, a, you know, a light to my path. It's like turning the lights on so I know where to go and, and I know how to maneuver my way through life because his word's going to bring insight, direction, discernment, understanding. And we, we need God's word. And you get it to the point that it becomes part of, part of your very being and you see it begin to go to work. You know, it's kind of, I just got to tell you, there's, there's just something awesome about, uh, you know, watching your kids come up and begin to share how God's working in their life and, and, and knowing where they were headed at one point and seeing where they're going now and, and realizing it's working. Hello, somebody. Come on, it's working. And God, God wants that word to go to work in you, amen? And, but it's hard to get it to work in you if, it, if you ain't got it in you. You know, the, uh, in Micah, he said, he's shown you, oh man, what's good, love mercy, do just, uh, do justly, and walk humbly with God. We have an invitation from God himself to walk every day in fellowship with God. Man, every day, man, to walk with God. But Amos 3.3 3 says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? So to walk with God, you got to agree with God. To agree with God, you kind of got to know what he said. You know, well, I, I went to church on the weekend. That's great, but I, he wants to be with you every single day, okay? And let me tell you, when you're really going to need him, you know, I, besides myself, I doubt that very many people sin at church, okay? So you're doing really good today, but, you know, what's going to happen, you know, when, when you hit the pavement tomorrow? You know, how about Wednesday? Hey, let's, let's make sure that we're doing life with God every day. Amen? That we're getting his word in us and that we're, we're, we're allowing it. We're allowing it to do something amazing in us because I'm telling you, his work is going to produce something awesome in your life. Okay? And Jesus referred to the word, you know, the sower sowed the seed. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. So you get that seed in you and you can get, maybe you can get some harvest off that seed. But uh, you put a seed up in the windowsill and, man, I'm going to tell you something. About five years from now, you're just going to have a seed. It can't produce until you get it into the soil, right? So you, you, you got to get that thing. And, and it, but what's inside that seed, man? You put that seed in the soil, and everything that's locked inside the seed it has the, the, the potential to, to break forth and to come forth. And a lot of us are waiting for God to do amazing things, but we don't have the seed in the soil. Man, and you got you to get that seed, and you got you to plant it into the fertile soil of your heart. Man, and, and, and let me tell you something. You have been prepared by God to, to produce a, 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 an, an amazing harvest, but you've got to have that seed. 
right? And you got you to gotta get it in you, and, 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 and you, you got to let it renew the, your mind, and you got you to let it start helping you make decisions and, and lining, your, lining your life up with the Word of God. So you got to get in it every single day. Man, every day. And, and, and there are days, there are days, you know, when, when life can get tough and life can get hard and the situations pop up and, and, and speed bumps aren't speed bumps anymore. They're stinking mountains. Hello, somebody. You know, and, and what you were hoping was going to produce something isn't. Anybody ever been there? You, you know, man, I just, I just knew that was gonna, that was gonna work. That was gonna, that was gonna make something happen, but it didn't. But even, even in seasons of barrenness, dry, famine times, man, you got to keep putting the seed in, right? You got to keep putting the seed in. In, in, in Genesis 26, it's really cool because last night, you know, I got to thinking about it uh, just during service and, and told the guys, man, let, let's make sure that we get that up there. But Isaac sowed in that land. And, and it's something that you need to understand about that land. If you go back and read this chapter, it starts off in verse 1. It says there's a famine in the land. There's a, it's a dry time. It's a hard place. It, it, it ain't cooking like it ought to be cooking. And, and, but but, but, he, but he, he received instruction from God. Anytime God's speaking, that's the word, man. He had the word operating in his life. He had the word of God operating in his life. And, 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 and he told him what to do, and, he, and so he, he did it. He, he obeyed what, what the word of God was saying. And he said that he sowed in that land, and he reaped the same year a hundredfold. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. How many of you guys would dig a hundredfold return? Come on. Oh, about 25%. A bunch of you liars. We're having an altar call later, right? If we could get a hundredfold return on the seed we're sowing, let me tell you something. You, you'd be sowing quite often, okay? And, uh, but he received a hundredfold that same year. And I, I, someday, someday I'm going to do a whole series just on the word and. Because, man, I'm telling you, it's powerful. But uh, Isaac sowed in, the, in that land, in that land, in that dry spot, in that barren place. He sold in that land and reaped the same year a hundredfold. But God wasn't, God, God wasn't satisfied with that. And, and the Lord blessed him. And the Lord positioned him to win or succeed regardless of any situation. That's what the word blessed means. Man, you, you, you got seasons in your life, and you're dealing with stuff in your life right now. And, 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 you know, and sometimes, sometimes the holidays are some of the toughest seasons of the year because you're dealing with stuff that, you know, the expectations and, 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 and that are yet unmet and goals that haven't been hit and, and things, that, and man, what's going on? But you, gotta, you just got to keep sowing. I'm not just talking about offerings. I'm not talking about bringing in the money. I'm talking about taking the seed, the word of God, and continually putting it in. And because it said that he sowed and he reaped and God blessed him. And I'm telling you, God's plan for you isn't just that you have a harvest, but he's also going to position you to win or succeed regardless of the situation. Look at, look at verse 13. It's awesome. And it says, and the man began, the man began, the man began. Maybe that's where some of us need to get to. It's just to a place where we're ready to begin something. You know, because if, if, here's the deal. The man began to prosper and, oh, I love the ands, and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. The man began, continued until he became. See, here, here's why the enemy doesn't want you to start stuff that God's talking to you about. Because if you get something started, 
you might, you might get really radical and continue. You know, it, you, 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 might, you might start producing peace in your household and continue to do it. And if you continue, guess what's going to happen? You're going to become. If you take God's word and begin to sow it, even though it's a hard time, but you begin to put it into the soil of your heart and, and continue, it won't be long till you become what God said you were going to become. See, see, a lot of us, we want God to do all kinds of stuff outside. We want him to change the circumstance, change the situation, change the people living next door, change, the, you know, change everything. But uh, the deal is, is that, that it's on the inside of us. And God, want, God wants to bring that up and, and, and produce it out of us. It's in us. What would happen if you became? You, you, you know what's happening here is it's working. It's working. Let me tell you something. His word, I think it says in Luke, no word of God will ever fail. So there ain't, there, there, there's, not a, there's, not, there's not a word, there's not a seed that won't produce. That's what the Bible calls it incorruptible seed. That the seed of God, the word of God is incorruptible seed. In other words, it will produce. It will produce. It's working. It's working. Isn't it cool to kind of look back and, and, and you know, like I was talking about looking at the kids and, and, and you see it working. You know, uh, uh, man, th these are kids that Keith and I were chasing around the church 20 years ago, you know, trying to find a way to tie them up and, and hide them somewhere. And, 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 and then, you, then you look and, and, and you, see, you see, you know, men becoming men of God and you see women becoming women of God and you, and, and you realize it's working. It's working, and today, today I, I, just need, I just need to get this into your spirit. It's working in you. I'm telling you, it's working in you. He, he began, he continued until he became. You, you know something about work. We, we need to talk about work for just a minute because, because work is vital to man. Man is spirit, remember? Remember when God was making stuff and he was creating and, and, and he decided what he wanted, he decided where he wanted to come from, he spoke to what he wanted to come from, what he spoke came out of what he spoke to, what he spoke had to remain attached to what he spoke to in order to survive, okay? You, you might have to go back a week or something and get this. And, and, and then God was making man. Man is spirit. Human, the human, the human is, is two words put together, make one word, humus and man. Humus is dirt, man is spirit. God spoke to himself and right out of God came man. And so God, who's living in the unseen, took a piece of himself, the unseen, to live inside the seen so that we could have king dominion upon the seen. And, and, and he took a piece of himself and he put it in man. And he, and, and he said, man, humans are going to have dominion on the earth. They're going to have the king's dominion. So the unseen is going to communicate with the unseen that's living in the scene and exercise the king's dominion upon the scene. See, this is God's plan. This, you know, what's Christmas about? Well, it's about a little baby. It's more than just that. It's, it, man, thank God for the baby and, and that body that's going to be sacrificed. But that body carried the Holy Spirit, which was going to reinstate mankind and put him back in, in, in King Dominion. And he gave him authority. And there's something on the inside of you that that spirit, man, every single one of you, man, you carry this gift. You have, you, you carry this gift. Man, you got the gift. And, and, and look, matter of fact, just look, look at the person that you keep ignoring and tell them you're gifted. Because every time I say, say something, you look the same way. Look the other way this time. Okay? That person's over there. You got somebody close to you. They're having to deal with rejection now. 
came to church, felt rejected. Every time he said, say something, they looked away from me. I'm sitting there by myself. <laughs> and God's dropped something on the inside of you. See, that if you would continue, if you would begin, you got to start there, right? If you would begin, you'd have something to continue. See, a lot of us don't have anything to continue because we haven't really begun anything. But if you would just continue, and some of us, we started, but we stopped. Well, don't get back to continuing so that you can become. Why? Because God's producing something in you. Man, and this is, this is work. This, this, this is what the word work means. If, if I, I, went through, I went around this week asking different people, what, is the, what does the word work mean to you? And they said doing something. No, the word work does not mean to do something. The word work in the Bible, and we use the Bible to define the Bible, and the word work in the Bible is to become something. So when it's working, something is being, it actually means to, to manifest that which is hidden inside. To manifest that work is vital to man. Way before God gave man woman, he gave him work. Which is something that every single lady in here ought to write down. Okay? Because before, before that man needs a woman, he needs to work. Okay? Because if the man ain't working, let me tell you something about that relationship. It ain't going to work either. Okay? Because, because man, man, and, and, and it's, again, it's, it's, it's the spirit that God's put inside the, the, the flesh, human. So, you know, you, you're born a male or born a female, but you have to become a man of God or a woman of God. You have to become, and, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be developed in you, and it's going to come out of you. But work is vital. Matter of fact, matter of fact, when when you know when Adam when when he was when he was uh, put you know in dominion on the earth and 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 God God put him in a garden and and he he said dress and keep it and and in those words dress and keep is cultivate guard uh, protect it, it, it is make it become bring out what I've hidden inside God didn't give Adam chairs and tables he hid those inside trees everything that God wanted he put it inside the thing that he's going to bring it out of. And he did the same thing to you. You, you know, inside, inside the bird, God, God hid flight in there. You don't, you don't have to teach a bird how to fly. Inside the fish, it, 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 it's got the swim already in it. Hello, somebody. God wanted forests, so he, so he put trees inside of a seed. Think about it for just a minute. There's trees trapped inside those seeds. You got that seed sitting on the windowsill, and it, it ain't no tree ever coming out, but you get that seed in the right spot, man. You get it in the right environment, and the, and, and the forest that's hidden inside that, inside that seed's coming out. I just kind of wonder, what's hidden inside of you? What, what's, hidden inside, what's hidden inside of you? Man, there's, there, there's a seed of greatness in you, bro. There's a seed of greatness in you, and, and, and God's wanting you to become. He's wanting it to work in you. He's wanting it to work in in you. First John 4, 4, it says, hey, little children, ye are of God. You're not just like walking with him. That's awesome. You're not just a friend of God. That's crazy. But you are of God. And, and you have already got an overcoming ability because you are of God. Because greater is he that is in you. You're, you're wanting the God out there somewhere to do. No, you got God in you. 
You got enough God in you to demonstrate Satan's defeat everywhere you go. Man, you, you, the power of God in you is greater than the, than the evil in all the earth. And it's in you. Man, look at somebody and tell them, it's in you. What happens when we can get this stuff out? Hello, somebody. Man, if we can, if we can just get this thing flowing in our life and get it out. Look, look at Colossians 1.27. It's God who's making known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery of the Gentiles. It's called the, you know, the mystery of the gospel, which is Christ in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ, the anointing, God. On the inside of you, Christ is not Jesus' last name. Jesus was the house. Christ was the tenant. That anointing, the Holy Spirit, man, is on the inside. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is now inside of you. And it's Christ, the anointing, that gifting that's in you, which is the hope, which is the legal right to anticipate the manifestation of the expressed will of God. That's what the glory of God is, is the manifestation of, of the expressed will of God. So because you have Christ in you, because you have the anointing in you, because that gift is laying on the inside of you, you have the legal right to anticipate God's word to manifest in your life. Dude, this is crazy. You know, the, the whole world, the whole world wants you to think that there's something wrong with you, that, that, that you don't have what it takes. No, you've been given everything that pertains to life and godliness. You have been equipped by God to win, empowered by the Holy Spirit to win. Well, let's look at another one. Philippians 2.13. For it is God which is working in you. You got God working in you. What's hell going to do about that? Hell can't stop what God's doing in you. You have God who is working in you, and he's both to will or give you desire and, and to do, fulfill, accomplish, complete. His good pleasure. Man, you, 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 you got what it takes. Look at Ephesians 2.2. 2. Ephesians 2.2 2 says, For in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works. There was a spirit working now. In the, are you a child of obedience or a child of disobedience? See, because the spirit that's working in you, remember, he's not, he's not intimidated by the chaos. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and without form, and there was great chaos, but the Holy Spirit was hovering over, over the darkness. What was the Holy Spirit doing? It was waiting in patient anticipation for the opportunity to manifest the expressed will of God. Waiting, waiting, man, I'm telling you, in the chaos in your world, the Holy Spirit that's in you is patiently waiting to hear you begin to declare the word of God so it can cause it to manifest in your life. Look at verse 10. Verse 10, this is the one most of us know. We're in in times past. No, that's two. Verse 10. Uh, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. I'm telling you that the work that God's doing in you, it's good. It's good, which God ordained uh, that you should walk in. I mean, you know, in the Amplified, it says that you would live the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for you to live. God's got this amazing plan for your life. Why? Because he knows what's in you. And if he can get you started, and if you will continue, that you will actually become exactly what God intended you to be. See, a lot of us confuse work with our job. 
You, your job, you, you go to a job, you go to a job, but man, that's, that's not the work. You use your job to develop the gift so the gift can work through you. But your work defines you. Your job don't. See, your work is the gift that's on the inside of you, but your job, that's where you go to get a paycheck, right? And, and, and your job, let me tell you something. They, 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 uh, some of you guys have experienced this before. Uh, 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 your job can be taken from you. You can lose your job. A lot of times people lose their job and they lose their head. Why? It's because they think their value is in, in, in what they're doing. No, your value is in who you are becoming. Your value is in who you are becoming. Because, you know, if you, if you would work that gift and develop that gift, that gift will increase your value. Because your value isn't in your job. Your value is in the work that's being done in you. And, and the Holy Spirit's doing a work. See, he's at work in you, and, and he's, he's, he's getting you ready for, the, for this amazing work. Look at Ephesians 3.20, where we know that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond anything that we could ask or think according to the power, the Spirit of God, the power of God that's working in us. There's something at work in you that's causing you to become who God created you to be. See, God had a purpose. Here, 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 here's the definition of success. For anything to succeed, what it needs to do is accomplish the purpose that was intended at the point of creation. See, you never ask a thing the purpose of the thing, but you ask the creator of the thing what the purpose of the thing is. See, a lot of us are going to people, we're going to, we're going to society, we're looking to the world to, to fill us in on what our purpose is and, and what we should be doing. Matter of fact, there's a lot of us that are, that are, that are praying for insight, and wisdom, direction, understanding, discernment. We're not exactly sure what we're going to do with it when we get it, but we're asking God for it. Why? Because we don't know where we're going. And it, but, but there's a crowd of people surrounding us that are going the same way. Well, you know, when you're bumping into somebody who's lost, it's hard to, it's hard to recognize that you're lost. That we're doing all kinds of stuff except the stuff that we were created to do. And, and if you ever tap into what your gift is and you begin to develop that gift, let me tell you something about your gift that'll make a huge difference in your job. See, your job tells you what hours to work and how much you're going to make. Your gift, your gift will ask you how much you want to make. Because your gift adds value. Everybody in here, you know, it, 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 probably everybody would, would know the name Tiger Woods. Okay? Anybody not know who Tiger Woods is, just hold your hand up. I don't see one. Okay? So Tiger Woods. Okay. I doubt very many people know where Tiger was educated at. I don't know if very many people know, you know, like his home address, like what street he lives on, or the car he drives, and it's not the one that she took the golf club and beat up because they sold that one. Okay, you know, does he like soup or salad? We don't know. Well, what do we know about him? We know all about his gift. We know all about his gift. You got a gift in you. I said, you got a gift in you that's intended by the creator to add value to your life. See, abnormal use is where we get the word abuse. And a lot of us have, 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 have been, been abused. We've experienced all types of abuse, but a lot of us abuse 
even the life that we have. Because we use it for a purpose other than the intended purpose at the point of creation. Why? Well, because we're not in close fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We're still trying to discover the gift. A lot of us try to determine our gifting. You don't determine your gifting, you discover your gifting. In the Bible where it says, I has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. So we know prepared means made ready in advance. So God has before, before we got there, he has prepared things for us. And they're not hidden from us, but they're hidden for us. But not only do my eyes not see it, but I can't see it, but neither can hell see it. Right? So what does that tell us? That hell's not prepared for what God has prepared for you. But how easily distracted we are when we begin to seek the thing that God has made ready for us out here. When it's not out there, but it's in here. See, because it's God who's working in us. So it's on the inside. There's something inside of you that's going to equip you, that's going to empower you, that is going to position you that is going to add value to you. There's something on the inside that needs to be discovered. That, that, that once you discover that gift and you begin to, to develop that gift, you know, Ecclesiastes 11.6. Ecclesiastes 11.6 says, In the morning sow your seed, but in the evening don't withhold your hand. You don't know which is going to prosper, either this or that, or whether both alike will be good. And, and, and this, you know, this week just praying and seeking God and, 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 you know, and trying, to, trying to tap into the Spirit, you know, getting ready for some stuff. we got Man Day coming up. And, and, you know, and to be honest with you, I was kind of getting this thing ready for, for Man Day. But, then, man, then last night it just kind of blew up, and the Spirit said, no, it's for now. And he said, you know, in the morning, so you see, in the morning, get up and go, go to your job, but use your job to develop your gift. And in the afternoon, don't just go for the remote control, but begin to, to continue. Don't, don't let your hands be slack, man. Find a way to begin to operate in that gift and use that gift, because you don't know which one's going to cause you to prosper. It might be the job, it might be the gift, or maybe it's going to be both of them. But as you develop that gift, your value is going to increase. But you're not going to go to the world to find out what your gifting is. You've got to go to the guy who created you. Because the guy who created you knows the purpose for which you were created. He said, before I formed you in your mama's belly, I knew you, or I knew exactly how I was going to use you. And I sanctified you, which means you're different. you got something different than everybody else. And I ordained you, or I, I empowered you, qualified you to fulfill the dream that God was having about your future. See, the future's not out in front of you. The future's on the inside of you. You're the container. You're the container. You are becoming what God created you to be. I said, you are becoming. Hell don't want you to know this, guys. Hell wants you to sit at the house and pray and hope that the angels come do the river dance in the driveway. Right? That something on the outside, something on the outside would transpire and give you just enough fire to, to just keep doing what you've been doing, which is basically not a lot. Right? It, 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 you know, because if I was the devil, and I'm not, but if I was the devil, if I can't prevent what God's doing in you, maybe I can talk you into not starting. Maybe I could keep you from putting that seed in you. And if I couldn't get you to not start, maybe I could get you to not continue. Because there's this thing called seed, time, and harvest. Maybe I could use the time 
to discourage you. Maybe, maybe I could stretch out the time and convince you it ain't working. It ain't working. You have no idea how many times I've heard people say statements like this. I'm not sure what's wrong. I mean, I've done everything I know to do, but it's not really working. I've sown financially, but we're not, we're, we're not, we're just not prospering. I, I've forgiven, but they're still mean to me. Hello? I believe God. He, he, he showed me a picture. I believed him, but it hasn't. It didn't come out. You've got to ask yourself, how you doing with the continue part? How you doing with the continue part? How you doing with that? Just, just a little snippet about the word and. The word and. In the Hebrew language, it's very, you know, you, you know, and in the English language, lots of stuff is translated to different words because we have lots of words that, that you know, duplicate other, that have multiple meanings. In the, in the Hebrew, it's not the same. But not every time you read the word and is it this type of and, but, but uh, uh, quite often the word and is a word that connects the two things in time together. So Isaac sowed in the land. That's the past. And he received a hundredfold. That's, that was the future being tied to the past. But in order for that hundredfold thing to continue, he has to continue what he was doing in the past. See, it's not a one-time event, so because there's an and, it ties it. Now I know that, that, that it's kind of like the way we're going to do the fast this year. I hope you're preparing for 21 days of fasting. Hope you're gearing up. Hope, hope you're gearing, don't, lose, don't, 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 don't lose the opportunity, man. Uh, bring some spiritual discipline in your life. First 21 days of the year, we're, we're going to do a fast. We're going to start out the first seven days are, are uh, what is it, bread first. We're, we're putting bread. And then the, then the next seven days, it'll be bread and sweets. And then the last seven days, it'll be bread and sweets and meat. By the time we get to the, to, to the 21st, which, by the way, in the evening of the 21st, we're having a freaking barbecue. Okay, but, but by the time we get there, see, we'll be on a complete Daniel fast. It's, it's, it's like fasting for beginners, okay? And just jump in and make this stuff happen. But you keep adding, you keep adding. And see, he began and, and, and continued, but he had to continue what he began. See, a lot of us, we, we take a step and then we wait for something to come to us. But it ain't what's coming to you, it's who you're becoming. I'm telling you, it's, you you're going to become who God created you to be, but become. So in other words, you got to come be. You got to come out from where you used to be and be at a new place. You, you, you got you, you to press in. You got to make some things. You got to make some changes. How about one more verse? One more verse, just, and, and they don't have it. You just have to trust me. Well, maybe two. No, I'll just do one. Therefore, everybody say therefore. And, and they'll tell you that anytime you read the words therefore, you might want to find out what that's there for. There's a purpose. Therefore, if 
any man be in Christ, he's new. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Therefore, if, that if means it's available to everyone, but not everyone is going to embrace this. So there's an if. There's an if here. But the good news is the next word, any, which means it really is the opportunity of everyone. That if you, if you will embrace this, this can be you. This can be yours. But it doesn't have to be. Therefore, if any man, spirit, be. See, I'm telling you, if you will just be, if you will just be, if you, if you will come be who God's called you to become, you can change everything in your world. If any man be in Christ. See, it's one thing to have the Spirit of God in you, but it's another thing for you to be in the Spirit. See, you, you, you can carry something, or you can be carried by something. See, you, you can carry the Spirit of God. You, you can carry the Word of God, or you can learn how to allow the Word of God to carry you. And I'm telling you what God wants. God wants to, to embrace you, to, 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 to wrap himself around you, to, to elevate you, to carry you through the hard times. To, 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 and why? Because he's going to do a work on the inside of you and you're going to become the very person that you have been called to be. If any man be in Christ, that one is new. It's different from the old. Old things, what are things? Words. Things are words. God said some things. What, what did he say? Well, words. Debar. It's the Hebrew word debar. Debar. Some of you need to get into debar. <laughs> That'll be the only thing some people remember. Pastor told me to go to debar. Talking about the word. Okay. <laughs> old things lose their grip. Those old words no longer define you. The word that used to define you, if you will become who God's called you to be, it'll no longer fit. Broken no longer defines you. Saddened should no longer define you. Rejected no, I reject rejection. Why? Because that word no longer defines me. You need to understand that we do life too. We have the same opportunities as you do to be wounded, to be hurt, to be, you know, and, and in, some, in, in some, some situations, I think maybe even sometimes more. I have no idea what it's like, I, I don't think, uh, you know, to, to lead a congregation. And, and you know, we're, and we're not building like a, 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 you know, like a Holy Ghost Rotary Club. We're, we're building family. You know, we, we, we put our heart and soul into this thing, and we, we, and we invest. And, man, I'm going to tell you something. I'll die for you. And you're, you're like family. A great friend of mine last week or so made this statement. He said, in the world, you know, the parents adopt the children. In the church, the children choose to adopt which parent they want. And, you know, we, we, we get this connection, and then people will make a decision, and they'll, they'll separate. And I'm going to tell you something, man. You've got to fight that rejection thing. But rejection doesn't define me. Why? Because old words 
have lost their grip. Old things have passed away. Behold, that means stop, focus, and see this correctly. All words are now new. So the thing that used to define you can't define you anymore. Why? Because you have come to be new. You have become new. There's something at work in you. 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 There's some, there's some work of the Spirit that's taking place in you. You are becoming new. But just continue. Just continue. Just continue. Well, it seems so dry. It seems so barren. Yeah, but that's the time when God speaks and He says, just, be, just keep sowing. Don't, don't go back to where you came from. That was the instruction He gave Isaac. Don't go back to where you came from. Don't go back to what you think looks better. Man, you're in the place I've brought you. Stand right here and make an investment. Sow in this thing. Put your life into this thing. Amen. Dig your heels in. Refuse to be plucked up. Why? Because there's a hundredfold increase coming. And he's going to bless you. And he's going to bless you. Position you to win and succeed. Is that awesome? I think we ought to give God a hand. Remember when the Bible says that Adam knew his wife Eve and she bore a son they called Cain. And Eve makes a statement that God has given me a man. She wasn't talking about the baby. If you look up the word, it can't be defining the baby because the baby is a baby. She's defining Adam, who until that point has never been called that word before. Well, he called him a man. No, that word man prior to that moment was Adam. But, the, but, but it, it changed that day. And it wasn't because they had children. It was because he was becoming what God had called him to be. He had been told by God, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. And that was taking place. He was becoming who God had called him to come be. Now God has given me a man. This is what this spirit on the inside of you is empowered to do, to cause you to become the one you've been sent to be. How do I get this going? Well, you, you begin. See, he began and he continued. I, I, want, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. For some of us in the room today, this is the starting block. Some of us need to you know, shake ourselves, get back in the game, you know, make some things happen and continue. But for some, this is the point for you to begin. This is a point for you to say, okay, I, I, need, to, I need to invest. I need to sow my life. See, I, I, I'm telling you that according to the Bible, there's only one way to the Father. That's through the Son, Jesus. What we're going to do, we're all going to pray a prayer together today and 
And if you're sitting in this room and you say, you know what, Tom, I need to make this thing, I need to make this prayer, I need to make it my prayer. I need to make this prayer my prayer. I'm going to get real with God because I need God to get real with me. And I'm going to begin. I'm going to begin today just by surrendering my life and receiving the life that's offered to me, the gift through relationship with Jesus. And I'm not going to call you out, won't embarrass you, won't have you stand. But if you're here today and you're going to make this prayer real, I just want to agree with you in prayer. So what I'm going to ask you to do is hold your hand up really high just so I can agree with you in prayer. Just lift it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome, guys. You can put them down. When everybody in this place, just pray this with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Today I begin. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free.